Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hey, welcome back to Baseball Mainly. We're happy to have you with us again. Uh, here with Tom Mazaway, my buddy, my What's pal, up, Jess? my hero. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's and uh, want to say happy birthday to that little girl, little Maddie, Maddie. little Maddie Mad, Maz, thirteen years old. Yep, love her. Oh, I love can, all my girls. I can imagine. I have a couple nieces that we we kind of raised, and uh, even though they're older now, I still think of them as little girls. Of course. There's something special about little girls. They're not kidding. Just sweet, and you, you know. Then they hit their teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet your girl's still sweet. Uh, Maddie's always going to be sweet. Oh, uh, sure. What's her, her name? Madeline. Madeline. Madeline Mazeroski. Yeah. <laughs> no, matter because uh, I'm thinking about Bill Mazeroski. I know. Bill Mazaway. So, uh, so, Mr. Mazaway. Uh, we thought we'd talk about our 84 Tigers. Sure. Because there's been a lot of nostalgia on... Uh, on Fox Sports Detroit's been yeah, great. Yeah, playing. Every night and watching something. We so, watched last week, watched the closing of Tiger Stadium, the opening of Comerica, watched the 68 World Series. Now I'm watching the 84 World Series again. Game one, man, that was so fun to watch. Tigers should have bl- like blew it open in the first inning. They didn't. Then the Padres almost blew it open. And then they make that great play to, yeah. to get Bavacqua and win sweet, that game. Sweet Lou got yep. that relay and gunned him out. Yeah. And, and you know, there's something really special about a guy who can throw the ball. And Lou had a cannon. Lou could have played anywhere. Should be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Well, there's, there's something that happened in Game 5 that we've seen many times. But I want to talk about it. In Game 5, Kirk Gibson hit a home run. I remember. And I think we have that video. I want to talk about it just sure. a little bit. Because I want to talk about what we talked about on our last broadcast. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. So uh, if you guys in the, in the booth have uh, Kirk Gibson's home run uh, in the Game 5 of the World Series queued up, I'd, I'd love to play that right now. Give it. Uh, that's a great voice. we got uh, Vince Scully. <laughs> who scored Evans who else no that was uh, Marty Castillo oh that was Castillo who else scored that was Goose Gossage yeah, I love Goose Dick Williams said walk this guy yep he says no I can get him and Sparky says uh, he doesn't want to actually Sparky said he don't want to yeah, walk you he don't want to walk looks you looks like Whitaker was on as well Oh. Yeah, pretty impressive. Loved hearing Vince Scully and Joe Garagiola on that call. So that was a, uh, a monumental home run, a, a a home run that's remembered. Sure. And uh, I think we have somebody on the phone that was there. I bet you we do. Dave, are you on the phone? I'm on the phone. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing great, man. I've been talking to Maz about you. This is Jess Monticello. 
you know, I've been to fantasy camp a few times with you and Oh yeah. And you you Good know to hear your voice. And you've you've thrown me some batting practice a few times and laughed at me and I'm used <laughs> to that. And and that's okay. <laughs> Uh, a guy of your stature laughing at me, I'm all right with that. Yeah, that's a good Well, thing. you know, sometimes I'm I'm kind of a bad guy out there. You know, I got to, you know, you hit a few, and then all of a sudden I want to see what you have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, at a, <laughs> at a fantasy camp some years ago, quite a few years ago, I hit, I hit a ball, happened to accidentally hit it well down the left field line, and it went a long way, nowhere near going out. But I stood there and looked at it, and the next pitch you threw it at me. And well, I, and that, hey, you're in a big league stadium. Your versus a big league pitcher. You get big league stuff. I love, I love it. Hey, hey, we just we just showed uh, Gibson's home run in the fifth game of the World Series off Gossage. And uh, it got me thinking about very special home runs. And uh, there's there's a guy in the Hall of Fame because he hit one very special home run. And he was a second baseman for Pittsburgh named Bill Mazeroski. Yeah, exactly. And and there's just something about that. You know, I, I don't think Gibson would say, oh, yeah, I, I belong in the Hall of Fame. Gibson hit two very special home runs, has, has pretty decent numbers compared to guys in the big leagues today. I know. Uh, so I mean, I think Gibson's got a point. You know, maybe maybe Gibson could be in the Hall of Fame if Mazeroski's in. Well, you know, I, I tell you what, you know, I I mean that's just eighty four, eighty seven. He hit the home run to tie the score against Toronto, and that then that led us to tie the game, and then we beat him in extra innings, and then we beat him. Frank Tanana pitched that one one nothing. Uh, a, a, a beautiful pitch game against them and beat them to go in the, you know, into the playoffs hey, and to the, win the American League East. You know, he had a bunch of home runs against the Mets too that no one ever says anything about. Yeah, hey that that game I mean, that game against Toronto where uh, Gibson hit the home run was that the game where Bergman won it? No, no, no. That was that was um, Bergie. Bergie had the thirteen pitch off. Um, Leroy Jackson or something like that. And he followed off, followed up. That was against Dave Steve and Jack Morris, a couple of really nice guys back <laughs> in the time. No kidding. And, and Bergie followed off, and then he had a 3-1 shot to, to put us ahead, and we won that game, which is a great at-bat. But, no, Curtis was the – remember they were in Toronto. They had to win all four games. They beat three in a row. On Sunday, it was 2-1, to one, and he hit it off Tom Hankey. And it was a really huge home run. I watched that game, and and then they went to the playoffs, and then they beat Toronto one nothing in Detroit here. Man. Love it, love it. Dave Roseman joins us here on baseball, mainly on NRM Streamcast. Jess Monticello and Tom Mazaway. Hey, uh, Dave, you doing any bowling these days? You're a terrific bowler, man. Why? Well, you know, I I love bowling, but I had uh, how much time you got? Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Well, because I I mean. Starting about five years ago, so I've had three knee replacements, one that got infected. I've had a hip, Ugh. I've had a prostate, and I've had a neck. So the last six years, I've been a mess. So, And I got arthritis in my right thumb. So my bowling skills went down the drain about two years ago. But Damn. I did bowl my future son-in-law at Harbor Lanes, and uh. I bowled a seven- Huh. 720 something, and I kicked his butt. Yeah. He was pissed. 
<laughs> That's my house, Harbor. Harbor's my house. Well, you know what? He throws that big roundhouse, and I just go down and in. <laughs> yeah. Full roller, and I just got online and That's me. a few beers, and I was on target. Good man. for you, Dave. Good for you. I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> hey, so so we're <laughs> thank you, thank you. We're at Fandy's fantasy camp, and Dave Rosema is kind of like holding court with three of or course. four guys. Of course, right? he is. And, and, and Rosema's saying, hey, uh, this is some years ago. He says, uh, yeah, last week I bowled a 300 game. And one of the guys standing there says, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> My, that's pretty good. It's fantastic. That's phenomenal. How many 300s do you have, Dave? you got to have a few. Well, I got, I, got, uh, I got three of them. Okay. The thing is, my main thing is I got an 800. That's a beauty. Oh. So 800 is, um, you know, it was I had an 802 in a tournament, man, and I actually won a lot of skin. So of course, kind of nice. Where'd you shoot that? Where'd you shoot the eight? Um, I actually shot it in Grand Rapids at and at um, Westgate. It's over up there by north of Grand Rapids. It was the Eagles Bowling Tournament because I'm an Eagles member. Uh-huh. Nice, you know, chicken wings and smoke a couple of cigarettes, have some cheap beer. <laughs> But um, you know what? Got out there. My boys got me tuned up, and it was uh, it was good. That's awesome, man. The best, best I got is like seven sixty three. I did hit a couple of seven fifties, but eight hundred is spectacular. And I do not have a three, man. I got a two ninety nine, a couple of two ninety eights, oh! no threes. So, all these years. What, what pin? What pin did you leave on a on the three? Or four, I left the week. I, I left the seven. I even went Brooklyn on the damn last shot. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's called nerve. It is. Nerve. I was locked in, too, man. You know, it is what it is. It's so good to have you on. Hey, we, Jess and I were just talking on the last show about the Hall of Fame and how he is kind of softened now. Last week was Pete Rose's birthday. And I forgot, how old is Pete Rose now? Do you think? He's 79. He's, 79. he's like 79 years old now. Isn't it time? 79. Isn't it time just to let the guy put him in the Hall of Fame and put the other put the other PED guys in, too? What, what's your take on that? Well, you know what? I, I, I just think the Hall of Fame is just crazy. It's so political. It, um, to me, Pete Rose, I played against Pete Rose when he played with Cincinnati. And I played in Detroit in spring training. And I got a ball. Actually, I got a ball in my, my rack up here with two Rosies. Uh, do the best you can in the big league, Pete Rose. So I always cherish that. You know, the man had so many hits. He was a, he was a gamer. Uh. He was a stud. You know what? So he had a few mistakes when he's managing. He gambled. Everybody gambled. Yep. I mean, a lot of guys probably did drugs, and a lot of guys did some things that you can't say on the on the phone or the TV or the on the radio. But for him, you know what? He put him in because I don't think anybody can really match that in hits. They're going to have to play thirty years, and they got to hit. You know, I mean, they're going to have to play twenty five years and hit two in a row. 200 hits every year. No one's touching it. I mean, look, at, look at poor Mike Trout. He loses this year. This is a prime of his year. A lot of these guys are in their prime. They're not going to have a chance to play baseball here if it all sticks like it is right now. I, I'm telling you, I, I was kind of wondering what – I haven't heard anything about what's going on in the big leagues. I mean, I know Japan's playing a little bit. They're going to start some things maybe in Phoenix. I mean, it's going to be weird how people are going to come back and sit in the stands I don't think you're ever going to have 35,000 or 40,000 fans again. Not with this crap Amazing. going on. Well, let's hope they can find a treatment for this and then it's some kind yeah, of – Yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah, and, and, and let's get back to some kind of normal. I'm really missing baseball. Hey, speaking – I am too. Speaking I'm, of the hall, uh, your second baseman when you were playing, 
Mr. Whitaker. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and nothing against, nothing against Ozzie Smith. Ozzie Smith was a great shortstop. But Ozzie, Ozzie Smith's OPS, which, you know, we're all into these metrics now. Yeah, I know. Stats. 666 is his OPS. That's on base and slugging. Lou's is 789. That's great. That's really good. It, it, it's unbelievable. Like I say, it's a shame where, you know, it would have been a great story. Probably would have been a movie if they put Tram and Lou in the same time. Yep. Because they played 19 years. Lou, I mean, when you think about Lou, I watched Lou since we were roommates back in 78 and, and um, instructional ball. Um, I've watched him for, you know, eight, 10 years when I played with the Tigers. And in 84 and 85 and 83, in the, in the years he kept putting up, I think just sometimes that he wasn't a big, um, you know, if he, if he went four for five, he would go in the trainer's room and wouldn't talk to you guys. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Tram would sit out there and give you what you're supposed to and give you a, a, a great interview. L. Ackerman and those guys back in the day, uh, Joe Falls, you know what I mean? And Lou never really did that. I think maybe that's what, that's what hurt him. About not getting in the hall. Did uh, did you drive him nuts when you were uh, uh, roommates? You know, I, I actually kept him busy, man. I kept him busy on the field and off the field. Um, we call him back in the day. We call him Buttonhead. <laughs> I love it. He's the only guy with Coma's little fro, and and then he put a hat on. I go, Lou, you just combed that thing for an hour, and now you put your hat on. I go, what is the deal? He's man, when you as pretty as me, you don't have to. You have to wear nothing, baby. Oh, that's great. <laughs> he was, it was different. Hey, He's a good guy. Hey, hey, Rosie. Uh, what? If you were if you were a pitcher in today's game, uh, and you had a three point, let's say a three and a half ERA. Uh, would you be considered an elite pitcher? I know. I, I mean, well, I mean, well, finish your, finish your. Well, I just, I just want want your opinion on that because there was a guy who played for the '84 Tigers who's on the phone with us right now, whose ERA was three forty seven for a lifetime. Pretty good. Lifetime. Pretty pretty good. And I, I can tell you why. I was talking, I was talking to Maz about this. In uh, all I've ever seen you pitch live, to me is batting practice, and you take it easy on us guys. But if I said, you know, Rosie, throw me something on the outside corner, you can do it. Even at your I age, can you can still do it. You had in- yeah, you know incredible what? control. Well, the thing is, I, I think I think I would be a good pitcher these days because I know the parts are shorter. Everybody goes for home runs now. So the thing is, but if you can pick the corners and throw some off speed and, and hook them, I think you'd be very successful in this league now. I think everybody's just throwing hard. You're trying to challenge everybody. They're good up for 95, 96, 97. When they hit it, they're hitting it everywhere. And I, I think if you have a moving faster that keeps going down in off speed, you can get these guys out these days. Well, you look at, you look at guys who uh, pitch for Atlanta, Glavin and Maddox, who yep, didn't, yep. didn't throw real heat like we see today. But man, they could put the ball where they wanted to put it, and they got guys out that way. You look at, you go back, and we're talking about Rose going to the Hall of Fame. We talk about guys like Ichiro, who's going to be in the Hall. Rose struck out seven percent of his plate appearances. Amazing. That's I know. that's unheard of today. That's unheard of. 
You know, guys today, well, they don't care about the strikeout. All they care about is trying to put it in the seats. That's right. And, and it, it's actually a shame. I mean, I mean, I, I did see an interview the other day where a manager, he says, I have nothing to do anymore. There's no hit and runs. There's no steals. There's no bunning. Uh, you can't pick up the other signs from the other bench to, to take somebody off unless you got a, somebody in center field stealing a sign. But other than that, I mean, a manager just says, okay, go up there and hit and then maybe trade back and forth a power hitter and try to hit it out. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy the way baseballs went these days. Speaking of uh, stealing signs, what did you think about the Astro scandal and what they did? Well, you, you know, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, to me, I mean, to cheat to win, well, that's pretty bad. But when you, when you really think about their concept of doing what they did, I'm thinking that, <laughs> my word, who thought of that? I mean, that's that's perfect. But now, since you got caught, and whoever gets caught again, they got to go. They got to they got to kick them out of the league. They got to just they just they're gone, and their contract's gone. But Major League Baseball will let that happen. But you know, I mean, to think about stealing a sign, slider, fastball, changeup, curveball, and you know what's coming every time. I mean, I just think God. I mean, I like to know who thought about that. I have to. There's going to be a movie out someday. I'm going to have to watch it. It was Carlos Beltran, actually. <laughs> Carlos Beltran, you know, used to be with the Royals, and then he wound up with right. a couple other teams. Rangers. Terrific hitter, and he was going to be the manager of the New York Mets, and he was the brainchild behind this whole Astros thing. And they had to get rid of him before he even managed the game. For crying out loud! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But it's still. I, I still don't know how they Kurt thought they had something on them like a like a, uh, a little beeper. Yeah, they had a buzzer there. system. They had a buzzer system. When they found out they were banging on the trash cans, they're like, "Okay, we'll give you a buzzer system now." And and they buzzed you if it was a different if it was going to be a fastball or something like that. That's I mean, Kurt, that's what they did. That's what Altuve wouldn't let them rip his jersey off when he hit that home run against the Yankees. That's what I thought. Yeah. Because, you know what? When you think about it, when Chapman threw that fastball 103 or 100 miles an hour, and it was high. It was like chest height of El Tuve, and he ripped it like, like whoa, you knew that was coming. Plus, how do you get on a high fastball anyway? He knew. But Gibby, Gibby actually told me when he was a manager of the Diamondbacks one time, he said he went up to the catcher and he went up to the umpire and said, if I hear one more can beaten, you're going to have to go to Walmart and, and get a new helmet, and you're going to have to go see your dentist because I'm going to hit somebody right in the face. Oh. And then we're going to stop this crap. Damn. You know, I remember he told me that. He goes, Rosie, they, they, they try everything, but when you catch them, they, they got a quitter. Something's going to get nasty. Dave Roseman joins us, Tigers alum, Tigers uh, the man. We loved him back in the uh, 80s, and he joins us here on Baseball Mainly. Dave, who was, who was the toughest out you ever had to pitch against? You know, I, this guy this guy always freaked me out. Um, Cecil Cooper always freaked oh, yeah. me out for the Brewers. Yeah, because a- he, had Robert, he had Robin Yell in front of him. He had Ted Simmons behind him. And they had Gorman Thomas. And you're going... And for some reason, Molitor too. He was a he, he was a low ball hitter. Sat back in my changeup, had a lot of power. And you know, I'm actually the 19th in the uh, over the roof at, at Tiger Stadium. So he he hit me fan appreciation day over the roof. 
last game of the year for 30 home runs. <laughs> How pissed were you? <laughs> well, you know what? I was, I was, uh, but we were losing a game three to two anyway. It was the top of the ninth. I pitched the last game, so I figured, okay, you know, it was three and two. I said, I'm coming down there with a heater. So probably about 85 was my heater. <laughs> and he caught my sinker and he ripped it right out of the stadium. All I remember is the fans going, Oh, <laughs> and I look at it. Wow, that's out of here. I love it. That's <laughs> so awesome. I gotta laugh man. a little bit. Good I for you. Chuckle. Hey, is, <laughs> is is there anybody you felt like you owned? Um, you know, I felt like I I don't know how well I get against him, but I I didn't. You know, George Brett hit a few home runs off me, but I felt good against him. I felt good against Rod Carew. Wow. I mean, Rod Carew was a high ball hitter, and I kept it down, and he hit ground balls a lot. And he always yelled at me saying, you know, you throw garbage, you throw garbage. And I said, well, I got you out again. That's and awesome. Then, you know what I mean? But, I mean, he was a great hitter also. And oh, our career was fantastic. You're like a wiffle ball pitcher next uh, to him. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think I threw wiffle balls too. Like, hey, they can't hit that slow crap. Well, you know, uh, uh, Goose Gossage felt like he owned Gibson, right? And, and when, he did. And, and my goodness, that is just – I, I happened to be given some tickets to that game, and it was just it was magic. It was it was just one of those memories that's going to live forever in everybody's mind in Detroit. And and to well, just what did would Gibby say anything to you after that game? No, he just told me he says I I I can't believe he 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 like struck him out like twenty two out of twenty three or twenty four times. So you know he's going to throw him a high fastball. I think Gibby gets in that motion and he gets to that brain set and just says, you know what, I, I gotta, I gotta do good here. And you know what I mean? Uh, he actually said he got jammed and that cracked his back, and he still hit it in the upper deck about fifteen <laughs> rows up there. That's how strong he is. And you know what? And he hit a lot of, he hit a lot of great home runs. But I mean, he, you talk about a gamer that just. Uh, strides himself on doing well because he had a, he had a tough career coming up. I mean those those eighties, like 80, 80, 81, 82, they were not kind of Kurt. You know, and he 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 made himself go through it. And he challenged himself. He studied and and he um he came out to be a great ball player to me. Hey, we only got like a minute left here, Rosie, but I wanted to give you a chance to to chat about uh, uh the great Mr. Tiger, Al Kaline. Uh, you know what? I, I love that guy. I mean, he was my idol back in, when I was six years old, seven years old. I remember, and I he was. I looked at my wallet the other day, and my mom got his autograph when I was ten years old. I was old enough to get in line, but I have it in my wallet. And I seen him every Tiger game when I did all those, you know, sweet appearances, and we chatted about my family. He gave my daughter kisses and oh. hugs and. You know what I mean? He was just a special man. And, you know, I've seen him in fantasy camp every year, and I, I just don't know what happened. I know he was getting older. I'm not sure of his uh, his death, what happened, but God, it was it was a shocker to me when I heard it. But, you know, my wife, my, my blessings go out to his wife and um, his family, and there'll never be another guy like him. Number six is always going to live in my heart. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, I have one last thing for uh, uh, regarding Gibson. If 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 he had gone 0 for 4 and come up in the ninth inning and needed a home run, that's the guy I wanted batting. It just, I guess, you know, just seemed to have that bat. toughness. 
Just because you know what, anything is anything is unpredictable or predictable with Kirk. He actually, I'm looking at his picture right here. Great. Yeah. He shows a home run of him jumping up, starting that ride up there. But um, you know what? When he had when he had an opportunity to to do well in a game or step up, he was very positive, and you know, most of the time he got it done. Hey, Rosie, thanks for joining us, man. It was it's gone by way too fast. I could talk to you all day. And uh, I, I, same I, here, partner. And I could take batting practice off you all day too. Hey, keep feeling better, man. Feel good. Feel good. I really Rosie. appreciate hey, it. You guys stay healthy. God bless America, and let's get this thing done, and so we can play a little baseball. In the yes, future, sir. Okay? And I'll, I'll see you at Harbor Lanes, brother. Sounds good, man. Take all right, take care. Okay. <laughs> hey, for uh, Jess and Tom and uh, David and Angel, this is Jess Monticello for baseball, mainly saying, "Let's play too."